So I was listening to something uh, this earlier this week, and the quote was thrown out there, happiness is growth. So it got me thinking, when in my life am I happy versus when in my life am I frustrated or sad? And as I kind of thought through and faced with, you know, different situations this week, what I came to realize is this quote, growth, leadership, commitment to improvement, all of those things go together. They all coincide. And what I mean by that is oftentimes when I am frustrated, and I mentioned this before, it's usually due to a lack of leadership on my part. Now, I'm sure some of you are thinking, what do you mean? Like that guy that pulled out in front of me, uh, that was his fault. Uh, or, you know, that person at work that did the wrong thing, that was their fault. Uh, or, or whatever it may be. But as we have talked before, leadership is about taking responsibility. It's not your fault necessarily, um, but it is your responsibility. And oftentimes, it's our responsibility to grow. Now think about that. If typically you are one of those drivers that just literally blows my mind that people could get that mad. Like, I've never been that mad, like, ever in my life. And you got mad because someone pulled out when they weren't supposed to. Now, sure, they could have been on their phone or not paying attention. And so that's not great. But if you would typically, you know, make a gesture, shout a profanity, whatever it may be, yet this time you show more active leadership, that's growth. And you say, you know what, hey, everyone makes mistakes. I'd probably be in that situation too. It's okay. It's not a big deal. That person at work does the wrong process or doesn't, you know, fill this form out right or whatever it is. Guess what? It's okay. No one died. Even if you told them like eight times before. No one's dead. But if we make the commitment to be a leader in every situation that we are in, guess what starts to happen? You're happy. Now, why is that? Because you control the situation every time. It is when we refuse to grow, when we seek our comfort of pointing out that someone else is wrong and we are in the right is when we don't grow. It's also when we're the unhappiest. You may be happy for like a split second when you point out like, God, that guy's an idiot. But it doesn't last long, does it? Because then it goes into frustration. Oh crap, I guess I gotta take, I guess I gotta go teach this person again. What kind of teaching do you think you're going to do with that type of attitude? Not great. So as we reflect on where we are in our lives, where we are in relation to our goals, we have to understand that growth is a process. It's not going to be an easy one either. 
Like, there's going to be days you wake up and you're freaking tired. You don't want to get up. You may have made a commitment to eat breakfast every morning, and you just wake up and you're late and your clothes are wet in the washer. Say that from experience. You know, crap, forgot to throw them in the dryer. Or you put them in the dryer and the lint thing was full and so they didn't dry. God, that pisses me off. Uh, Whatever it may be, life is not easy. It wasn't supposed to be. That's why we have these. If life were easy, there'd be no reason for us to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and attend this. We'd just all row merrily today, and it'd be great. Well, it's not going to be. We're going to face difficult situations we're going to be forced to refocus. We're going to be forced to take responsibility. So as I was looking into this growth concept and, and really trying to understand, okay, where does this happiness is growth thing come from? You know, what, what are the ways that we can grow? You know, uh, there, there's so many instances in our lives or things that we can equate to growth. And uh, as, as per usual, uh, I turn to, uh, to Maxwell to find that he categorizes growth into five different categories. There's, there's accidental growth, there's purposeful growth, personal, others, and team growth. So let's go through those a little bit. So accidental growth. So this is what I feel like a lot of people get confused with, I'm getting better. You know, this is the old, I've been doing this for 20 years, so look at me. Or, you know, as a, as a manager, well, you know, I had the rep in from so-and-so to teach the guys about so-and-so, really. Those are about the most awfulest things ever. Sorry to our reps out there, but seriously, they're terrible. Like we do that, that's, called, that's what we call a space filler. That's what we call a, I didn't have anything planned, so I called the guy from our supplier to come in and talk to the guys and bring in burritos. Accidental growth is what happens when we don't have a plan. Purposeful growth is what happens when we create a plan. When we write down what is going to happen. When we look at every day what we intend to happen. What our actions are going to be. That personal growth comes from when you do that repeatedly. You can have a plan. Everybody can have a plan. What's that Mike Tyson quote? Everybody has a plan until you get hit in the, hit in the mouth. Isn't that true? This is going to be great. I have got this plan, and it is going to be wonderful. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it, it literally happens like this every time, doesn't it? Like, I got this great plan. I'm going to start working out, and then you hurt your arm or something like that. It always happens. It always happens. 
I've got this great thing going on, I'm going to start reading a book, and then all of a sudden your alarm doesn't go off. Always happens. You got to break through that. That's when we start to see the personal growth, when you start to work that plan. And as I said a couple of weeks ago, as you set the growth pace, you begin to help others. Because others see you, right? Those of you in this room, others will see you doing this stuff. Hey, where were we at? Oh, yeah, I went to that thing this morning. Oh, you did? Oh, how was it? Well, those jokes weren't that great, but, I mean, there was some good stuff. Others will see you, but you have to be willing to set the pace. Many people just want to lie in the background. It's okay to set the pace when it comes to growth. It's okay to be out front. That doesn't mean you have to tell everybody about it. Your actions will show through. That's probably not going to be today or tomorrow. It's consistency. It's showing up. It's being ready. Having a great attitude. I'm going to get to something here a little bit later. I'm going to literally give you the blueprint for how to advance at this company and probably anywhere in life. I'll give you the whole blueprint. Literally, you can write it down. I'll, I'll email it to you. Because this with this cool toy that I got, I can actually turn my writing into text and send it. <laughs> Isn't that cool? My wife got it for me for my birthday. I'm really falling in love with it. I've told a bunch of people. Matt got him one. It's the rage. Uh, I'm really excited. This is the first time in my life I've ever like set a trend. Uh, so I'm really like leaning on this one hard. <laughs> so usually I'm like last to the party. But this is, this is my thing right here. I'm, I'm really digging this. I'm doing some really cool stuff with it. Uh, I, was tell, I tell everybody, I mean, people got to be, I get it, I get it, let me guess. You're going to give me a, a five-minute pitch on, on this thing. I'm like, that's great, I love it. Um, the only bad part is, what me and Matt found out, is that you, you feel awkward if you go to a meeting and you need a pen to write on the paper because you can't write with this. So they would be smart to put a pen on the end so you only have to carry one of these bad boys. So we're working on that. I've reached out. We're gonna work. We're gonna get that that all uh, that all situated. But when you reach out and you start helping others, guess what? You then are put in control uh, or are placed in a leadership position where you have to start affecting a team. And as I said here later on. I'm going to give you the whole blueprint on how you can get to this team growth. Because that's where it gets really fun. When you start to be able to, by your own purposeful, personal growth, begin to start affecting others, and those others become a team, and you can do more than any one person ever thought about doing. That is the cool part. But it all starts with you. If anybody has any aspirations to ever lead a team one day in your career, it starts today with yourself. You see, if you are focused on growth, you use goals to grow, not goals to achieve. 
You may set a goal to be a manager one day or a leader one day or whatever that looks like. However, what it's important to understand is you're going to get there on a journey. And when you get there, a new journey begins. You see, life is just one big journey. We use goals to set our growth pace. At what pace do you want to grow? How high do you want to ascend? And so as we talk about goals, and if we're using them to basically pull our growth along, we're not looking for them as a singular event that I just need to somehow achieve, because what happens there is a lot of finger crossing and a lot of wishing. And no one ever achieved a goal, finger crossing and wishing. It just don't happen. At least a goal worth having. You may set a low goal. So how do we utilize these goals to achieve that happiness? I talked a little bit about this last week, but I think, or two weeks ago, but I think it is important to reiterate. And the main reason I think it's important to reiterate is because probably some of you didn't hear it, and probably some heard it, and yet didn't do anything with it. And see, that is the problem, is everyone will hopefully leave here energized and ready to take on the day, and this is going to be a great day, and I got my coffee, and, you know, there wasn't a line at Starbucks, and, you know, that's the best part about getting up this early. I mean, because if, if anybody's been on a line at Starbucks, I don't know what they're doing back there. I thought it was coffee, but there's something else going on back there, because they can't be that physically slow. I mean, I, I just don't understand it. You have to write your goals down. I know that seems simple. It really does, doesn't it? Like, you mean I take out a sheet of paper and I write them down? Yes. Yes. That, that you specifically, that is what you do. Super simple. Just write them down. And the key is they need to be measurable. Get better at something doesn't count. That's not a goal. That's a wish. A goal is I will be here by this point in time. Because guess what? When you reach that point in time, you can win or you can lose. It also kind of sets the cadence for which you have to attack that goal, right? When you got a timeline, if you say, I'm going to lose five pounds in the next two months, as opposed to, I'd really like to lose some weight this year. Guess what happens when you say, I'm going to lose some weight this year? Yeah, this week I got, I got an event Tuesday, I got something Thursday. You know what, we'll start that next week. We'll start that next week. Whereas if you place a limit on it in the next two months, you can't start next week. Next week may be too late. 
maybe even break that goal down further. I'm going to lose one pound by the end of this week. You know yourself, hold yourself accountable. What things do you struggle with? Use your goals to correct those things that you struggle with. Make it easy on yourself. Write them down. Write them down. You notice I've said that like 10 times. Because the hardest thing for you to do will be to leave this meeting and go write them down. But that's what you need to do. If you take nothing else from this meeting, go write them down. It's pretty fun, actually. I mean, it's not real difficult. Just write them down. Categorize them into categories. Work, personal, health, whatever you want to do. So hopefully I got my point across there. Write them down. But the next step is what will actually make something come of them. Because you can write them down. You guys have all probably been there where you've maybe made that step, but then forgot the next one. So the next one is you have to be relentless in looking at them. I know this is really groundbreaking stuff here that I'm sharing. You're like, this dude, really, wow. Um, you have to look at them literally every day, multiple times a day. And guess what? You'll hit some of them. Because as I said two weeks ago, what kind of sick person would you have to be to write your goals down, look at them multiple times a day, and then just say, screw you, I'm not doing that. There's no way I'm doing that. Not a chance I am doing that today. You can't do it unless you're a really sick person. If you look at them every day, regardless of having a bad day, feeling tired, not feeling good, feeling a little sick, a little under the weather, if you look at those goals, you'll make a step forward. What you won't do if you don't look at them is take a step forward that day. You'll mail it in, go back to bed, if I just get through the day and then I'll get home and get some rest or whatever it is. I just got to get till Friday. But if you look at those goals every single day, think about it. You just empowered yourself to start telling life what's going to happen rather than letting life tell you what's going to happen. Because it will. If you don't write down your goals and look at them, life will tell you what's going to happen every single day. And it's probably going to tell you a lot of things you don't want to hear. It's probably going to send you a lot of places that you'd rather not go. Start telling life what is going to happen. How powerful is that? Like literally whatever you want to do, write it down and just 
look at it every single day. And then attack those things on the paper. What are you going to do? How can you make a step forward? You may not accomplish the goal today, but hey, how can I pull myself a little bit closer? If your goal is to read 50 books this year, well, a few pages today will help move you in the right direction. But if you didn't look at your goals, guess what? You're not going to get those few pages in today. Even if you woke up late, it's okay. It's okay to read two pages today. That'll pull you closer. It's two more pages than you would have read. Because guess what would have happened? You wouldn't have read the two, and you would have woke up late tomorrow, wouldn't have read the two, then all of a sudden that goal would go off into the wind. Write it down, look at them. I keep mine right here. This one's really cool, I was sharing this with the other day. Be able to read over a thousand words per minute. That's a lot. But, I got this idea because I, I found this like speed reading course, and I was like, well, if I'm going to read 50 books this year, that's a lot of time. So I better learn to read faster. So this is great stuff. I'll share one little tip. So when you're reading, I know this is a little aside, but it's a great tip for reading. So when you're reading, what you're supposed to do is if you read, you pronounce every single word. That's what slows you down. Like your brain, you're, pro you're pronouncing every single word. So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to follow along with your finger on every line that you read. That's kind of uncomfortable at first because you're kind of holding the book, but you got the finger and you're trying to read, but it really does work. You can read a hell of a lot faster. But I invest in this course that I'm taking right now. It's super interesting. Speed reading. Who would ever thought? I thought it was like a myth. I was like, speed reading? That's no way. But then I found this guy uh, that teaches it, teaches a course on it. So I'm going to speed read. So watch out, speed reader. <laughs> they say like these, like they have like competitions, like these world champion people can read like, like massive amounts of words. I thought a thousand sounded good. That's like, I don't know how many pages that is, what they say the average page has words on it. But there again, just look at them. I knew that 50 books was going to be really hard. It's like four a month. It's like one a week. Well, I don't have, I mean, it would take me like quite a few hours to read a book. So I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get four books read a month doing that. So I just kind of like chalked it down. I'm like, well, if I can't do that, but I want to do that, well, then I probably need to, you can do the audio books and you can speed them up. So I did that too. So I got one audio book going. I got two regular books. I'm working on the speed read thing. So I think I'm going to get there. I really do. But I've got some work to do. But I just keep, just keep working on it every day. This morning, I didn't have a whole lot of time to read because I had to be here early. My son got up at 3.10 and then wouldn't go back to sleep. So that, that kind of put a damper on my reading this morning. But I got a couple pages in. I speed read them. Um, but I'm getting better at that. So there again, that's super simple and probably a stupid example, but like, that's just the way I'm thinking about it. So I figured I'd give you a little bit of, hey, here's how I'm thinking about what I want to do. So the key is, too, is like when I said 50 books, some of you may have broken it down per month and were like, you're freaking crazy. 
I thought so too. When I first wrote it down, I just wrote down one a month because that's about the time that it takes me to read a book. It's about a month. Unless it's like one of those short ones. But what I did and, and what another tip that I will give you that I shared a couple weeks ago is, is go through your goals, write them down, first draft. Make a commitment to look at them. And then what I want you to do is I want you to double those. So whatever you think you can do, whatever you thought you could do on your first pass, we'll just double that. Just make it bigger. Why not, right? Because as we said earlier, the goal is not a singular event. So it's not about if you it's not about me setting out there that 50 books is what I want to get to. I may come up short. Really may. That's, that's pretty that's pretty big, I'd say. I don't know, maybe someone's like, "You sissy." But if I would have set it at 12, I wouldn't have looked into speed reading. I wouldn't have probably read two pages this morning. Because I can get away with that. I could probably catch up tomorrow on Saturday, get my pages in, do whatever. So if a goal is not a singular event, because no one's going to celebrate me when I hit 50, right? I mean, if you do, that'd be cool. I'll send you out a list. You can bring it in towards the end of the year. But no one's going to celebrate me. The goal is meant to enhance our growth. So the bigger the goal you set, probably the more things that you're going to have to figure out in order to get there. Because a goal is about acting appropriate in the moment. It's about acting appropriate today. Well, appropriate today for me was reading a few pages, because i got to get that in, because i got to keep, keep moving down through these books. So are you acting appropriate? Are you acting appropriate for where you want to be? Have you wrote down your goals? It's hard to act appropriate if you don't have any, right? You're just kind of out there. It's kind of hard to act appropriate if you just write them down and never look at them. That'd be difficult. Probably forget them. Or it'd probably be really easy to say, ah, I know I wrote that down, but I didn't share them with anybody, so no one's looking. So I should be good. Where do you want to be? What do you want to become? Do that. What do you want to become? And then double that. What's that start to look like? What would you have to do today? What else would you have to do today? What would you not do today? What would you do instead today? If your goal was to become double what you actually want to be. It's nothing to be scared of. 
You see, a lot of people don't set very high goals because they don't want to, the, the, the risk of not getting there. Who cares? Guess what? I said no one's going to celebrate me if I read 50 books. Is anybody going to like really make fun of you if you if I don't read 50? Please don't if you're thinking about it. I mean that'd be really mean, but uh, but no no one cares, right? Lucas doesn't care if I read 50 books. He doesn't care if I do. He shouldn't. He's on his growth journey. So what are you scared of? Why are you scared to set such high goals? It's only going to pull you further. You know, you often hear like, oh, they're setting some really unrealistic expectations. They're only unrealistic if you don't do anything about them. That's what writing them down and looking at them every day will protect. That's really unrealistic. Who cares? I'm going to go try. Because guess what? If I try to hit that really big goal, guess what I'm going to pass up on the way to the really big one? The one I originally set. Because I'm going to pass 12 books at the end of the first quarter, and I would have waited a whole year to get to 12 books. Is it going to be hard? Yeah. But it directs my actions every day. Would you rather watch this silly show on TV or read your book? My wife makes that choice super, super easy with some of the stuff that she wants to watch. I'm sure everybody's been in that boat. There are some of the dumbest shows on TV currently. So set your goals high, write them down, and then look at them every single day. You'll get there. It, it will be amazing what you will find. Because what you put out into the world will find you. It will find you. If you put out there that I want to be whatever it is and I'm going to take steps every single day, guess what? You're going to get there a lot faster because the things that you need to find are going to find you. You're going to find them. You're going to run into each other. You can't help but not. You, you will. You'll run into it. Because that's what happens. Guess what? You're going to leave this room, and maybe about 10% of you are going to actually do this, write it down and look at it all the time. So take that percentage and multiply it by the entire company, multiply it by the entire like, industry, by the entire state. There aren't a whole lot of people doing this. Like, whatever you're after, it's got to find somebody, right? Somebody's got to do that. Somebody's got to be the manager. Somebody's got to run the company. Somebody's got to do this role. So why not you? 
Why not just set the goal and just work at it every single day? It's not going to happen tomorrow. Probably not next month. Probably not next year. But guess what? If you set it as a goal, your actions will follow. And you'll get where you need to be. not a huge hurdle to climb when you want to do this stuff. This whole growth thing, man, you can separate yourself like nobody's business if you write it down and you just go attack it. But people are so, so impatient. Just stay the course. Keep attacking. Find those little victories, those little growth victories. Hey, I got my two pages in. Boom. Got it. That was tough. Most people wouldn't do that, right? Because they wouldn't have set the goal. They wouldn't have looked at it. They wouldn't have cared. But you do. You can. So I said earlier that I would tell everybody how to, how to become, how to continue to just move up in this company like nobody's business. So I've got the formula here. As I said, I can send it to you. But Goal setting and goal achievement, super simple. This, too, like that, super simple. So the formula goes as this. To continue to elevate yourself in this company and to continue to do great things. Probably goes for anybody listening that wants to elevate themselves in any company, I would hope. If you find this not to be true, it may be time to exit that company. But I will tell you, this is how you do it here. Show up every day, every single day. Show up. Be here. Be ready. Maybe even early. And ready to go. Show up every day, regardless of what's going on, and just be ready to go. However you need to turn that switch on your drive-in, be ready to go. Because guess what? Everybody knows that there's a vast majority of people who aren't ready to go. They're starting at 8, but technically it doesn't really look like they're starting until about 9. Set the example. Be the example. <coughs> help others. Just help. Pick out one person a day that you're just going to go help. If you're out in the field, get reviews. Get people to say how great you're doing. Super simple. Because what's a review? What, what, a review is confirmation that you went out there and wowed a customer. Well, that's your job. Let others tell people how great you are at your job. Because you're good. Let them tell people. It's good. Learn something more about your job. This is why I love my journal, which I now keep in here. Write it down every morning. Start off. What did you learn yesterday? Keep a tally. Keep a book. What'd you learn? Keep learning. 
Listen to something that helps you grow. You're all here this morning. That's great. Something new, something refreshing. You don't take everything I say, but hey, grab one thing and say, hey, I think I can do that. That may help. What's stopping you from doing that every day? Many people will end the day today, coast through the weekend, relax, which you should do. I'm really good at that. But then come Monday, show up at work, do your job, go home. Tuesday, show up at work, do your job, go home. Same thing, just keeps repeating. What are you doing outside of your day-to-day -day that's going to help you keep growing? Doing your daily task is not going to help move you in the right direction. You've got to do a little bit more. Because there's a lot of other people that show up at 8 and clock out at 5. Just the, But what you learn outside of these walls or any place that you work, what you're learning outside is just exponentially just pulling you away from everybody else. Just putting them in the dust. And there again, your end goal may not be to like climb the ladder or do this, or you may be really, really happy with what you do. And that's great. But wouldn't you want to get a little bit better? Here's a really powerful thing to think about, as I hear my daughter yapping over there. You know, I, I, always, uh, I always think, and, and why I, you know, write to my, my kids every morning is it reminds me of why I'm showing up as I am. Because that's what I want them to see. I selfishly bring her in here. She probably won't remember anything when she's older, but she was here when I was trying to help. So hopefully she goes and helps somebody, does a good job, writes down her goals. She will write down her goals, don't you worry. I'll have that, I'll have that and hammered out, hammered out. My wife's not totally for it yet, but we're going to make that happen. But that's why I want to get better. is to help people. I was talking to a guy from uh, Nexstar yesterday, one of the uh, marketing coaches, and he said, you know, we're just chatting at the end. He's a big reader, and I was telling him about my speed reading and all this stuff, and he said, you know, I, I, got, I caught myself. I kept, like, reading all, this, all these things, and I was like, what do I do with it? What do I do with it? Like, I set my goal of reading this book and reading that book, and I read them. I had all this information. I took all these notes down. Use it. I said, that's what you got to do, man. I go, that's why I started the podcast in the first place, was to just share it. Because I was learning all this fun stuff and getting real excited about it, but I didn't tell anybody. I didn't help anybody. You have to be willing to grow. Find out why you want to grow. Is it your kids? Maybe some of you don't have kids. Maybe kids in the future. 
Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's just you personally. Maybe it's you want to overcome something. Whatever it is, connect to that and understand that's why you grow. That's why you get better. You only get one shot at this. You only get one shot. There's no dress rehearsal. This is it, man. You're living it. You're either growing or you're staying in the same spot. You make the choice. But this is it. You're here. You're on stage. It's time. Use what you learn. Go learn something. Get out there. The time is now. Do that and you will grow in any company. You will grow in anything that you do. Show up and just be ready to go every day. That, that go-getter attitude. That, that is where people excel. I've never heard someone say, yeah, that guy over there with the shitty attitude, I think we should promote him. I think that would just be a fantastic idea if we did that. I mean, no one likes him. He's a complete jerk, and I'm just like super excited to like really move his career in the right direction. No, think about that. But yet people still show up with crappy attitudes. People are still mean to others. Treat others without respect. Why? Why are you doing that? Stop it. That's so dumb. I mean to call anybody out, but seriously, that's dumb. Why do you have a bad attitude? Stop it. Please. There's no room for it here. Or probably anywhere you work. Just be happy. But the happiest people are the people that I know that are growing. The unhappy people are really excited to blame someone else blame the situation they're in, blame the person that screwed up the process before it got to me. They're so stupid, I'm so smart. Can't believe they would do that. Why have they done it again? All of those things. Like, where is that attitude gonna get you? It's gonna get you real unhappy real quick. And I don't know about you, but that sounds kind of sucky. Doesn't sound like a place I want to work. Doesn't sound like a person I want to be or be around, more importantly. Like, I feel like people lose sometimes, like, leadership is a lot like friendship. Like, you're not shitty to your friends and expect them to, like, hang out with you. Like, Friendship is voluntary. So like, when you're an asshole, I ain't hanging out with you. Well, when you're a leader and you're an asshole, I ain't gonna follow you. Not real excited about finding ways that you can, you know, get a raise or, you know, really expand your career or anything like that. Eager to tackle the day. How many people have stood around that, that person just going, oh, shit, God, 
Tuesdays. Ugh, the worst. Like, no one wants to work with that guy or gal. Like, Jesus, who peed in your Cheerios? What's wrong with you? Like, we get it. Everyone's got stuff going on. Maybe been up late with the kids or stuff's not going right at home or, you know, there's just some crap because life throws, us, throws that at us to try to throw us off our growth plan. But in some of the toughest times that I've faced personally, what makes me happy is coming here and helping somebody and doing my part and trying to make it better. Yeah, does it make the situation go away? Absolutely not. I'm not naive. But I am really passionate about getting better and helping people get better. Isn't that simple? How can you help somebody today? You've already showed up. You're already ready to go. You're going to be early. Now it's in your control to take a look at your goals, understand how you can move closer to them, and oftentimes moving closer to them is through somebody else. So as you examine your goals, understand how that helps somebody else. My goal of 50 books is pretty darn useless, as I said, unless I have a plan of how's that going to help somebody else? Where can I be helpful? That's all leadership is, truly, is being helpful. Because guess what? People want to follow helpful people. You know, the people that I work the closest with here, I am so fortunate because I literally, and I, I tell them this when I sit with them, I have no dreaming idea how to do what we have hired you to do, but you just tell me where I can help because I am one damn good helper. Same thing I told the plumbers. Remember when I was managing the plumbing? I don't know anything about plumber, plumbing, but if you need help with anything, you just tell me what to do. I'll be there. The people you lead will tell you what to do, but you have to give them the power to tell you what to do. Because hopefully they know what to do. That's why you put them in that spot. Like I know Lucas and Russell, they know a shit ton about plumbing. I'm not going to tell them how to do that. I'm just going to ask them what they need me to move out of the way so they can go be great. Because that moves them forward. What can you do to be helpful today? Because people will follow you. People will follow helpful people. So reach out. Find somebody on your team. If you're already leading a group, who on your team needs help? What do they need help with? You know, as we come up on time, and I've been kind of all over the place here because I get really passionate about this stuff. Because it's super simple, but we just need to get it, like, just, sometimes the simplest stuff is the hardest to understand, right? 
it, it's not the complex stuff. The complex stuff we just kind of like ignore, but the simple stuff is the stuff we need to pay attention to. You know, as it relates to leadership, like you're, you may be called a manager and, you know, you're making sure that it's moving forward and all of this stuff, but at the end of the day, leadership is what is going to move your team forward. Now, what's the difference? So I came up with this this morning. I don't know if this is good or not, but I'm going to throw it out there. So what I came up with was management is all the behind-the-scenes stuff. That's the showing up early every day, ready to go, positive attitude. That's all like the easy stuff, right? Eager to tackle the day. Like, that's just you. Like, you're just there. You got the schedule set. You know where everybody's supposed to go. You got, you know, you've seen ahead. You kind of know what we're going to run into and all of this stuff. But the leadership, the leadership is when we're on stage. That's, that's when the lights are shining. That's when we'll find out if you're going to lead a team. That's when we're going to find out if people are going to follow you. Because all leadership is, is helping somebody. It's not telling them what to do. It's not giving them a bulleted list and saying, check these off before you do it. And then I'll point out your mistakes. Because I'm awesome. You're not. That's why I'm the manager. No. God, no. Jesus. Please. If anybody ever says that, please come tell me. No, leadership is just being helpful. It truly is. In order to be a good manager, you got to know all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, you got to be on top of your stuff. you got to be organized. you got to be thinking for other people. There's all those things that go into it. But at the end of the day, as I've said before, your job is to inspire. It's to move people forward. And some of you are probably thinking, well, I'm just not that person. Kind of introverted, like to keep to myself. I'm not a big talker, all this stuff. Neither am I. I don't like all that stuff. I always tell my wife, that's why I married you. You're the outgoing one, the social one. Like, that's why we actually do things fun. It's because you want to. Like, I'm more of a sit on my couch and hang out kind of guy. You don't have to be this outgoing. All you got to do is be helpful. You don't have to be like, you know, Johnny party guy that like everyone loves to be around and it's got, you, know, you just got to be helpful. Have a great attitude. You know, one of the examples I wrote down was Chuck. Chuck is newer to the team. I don't do, I very rarely work with Chuck unless it's to, like make fun of my brother about how he does such a better job than Tyler did managing the warehouse. But I don't work with him like hardly at all on a daily basis. I see him every once in a while. But every time I see him, he, like, has, he has the best attitude. There's a, never an issue. We'll always get it taken care of. Maybe a little bit of a problem, but by God, we'll find it. We'll figure it out. I want to follow him. I want to figure out anything I can do to help him. But if he were to always have a the sky is falling type of attitude, I probably wouldn't want to help him. I'd be like, oh my gosh, 
feel sorry for whoever's got to follow him. Now I'm really excited about the people that get to follow him. That's going to be a really cool thing. And there's so many people around here like that that are truly helpful. And that's what makes this place cool. But guess what? We can never have enough of those people. Because what does that place look like where everybody does that? Where everybody's truly helpful. Where you can go anywhere in this company. And you may think, God, I feel like I can right now, and that's awesome. Or you may say, well, there's a few areas that we could really work out. Okay, yeah, I'm sure there are. I hope there are, because we're not perfect, and we never will be. We'll just keep working at it. But what does that look like? Well, the cool part is, all you got to do is do your part today. You don't have to do anybody else's part. You just got to go help some people. We're going to help customers. We're going to help each other. That's all leadership is. And the more that we can all lead ourselves into showing up with a positive attitude, being helpful, being ready to tackle the day, understanding that there is nothing that we can't overcome, the more that we can have that, the more power we will generate. And as you guys have seen, when you generate that growth, you're able to achieve everything that you want. It's when the company doesn't grow that no one's achieving anything they want. Because you truly break it. Like it, there's no, if you put a ceiling on it, you literally can't get out. And then people will leave and get out. As I look around, there's so many people in this room, and it's, well, that's weird. That's weird. There's literally so many people in this room that are in a different position than when they first started. Would you look at that correlation? Huh. Weird. Nice seeing you guys here. It's weird that that's the case, isn't it? No, it's not weird. Because you're doing these things. So go keep doing these things. Go create a great outcome for somebody today. Go help somebody today. And you'll keep growing. That's the key. Goals are great. But the important thing is to grow every day. And we grow by helping others. We grow by having a positive attitude. And we grow by letting goals direct our actions. Thank you.